Hey, North Greenville University, so glad you could join us today. We're super excited about the opportunity to consider God's Word together. And one of the things that I'm most excited about is not just being able to be with you, but to have my beautiful wife with me today, Emily Jennings. You can go ahead and clap out loud for her if you want to where you're watching today, um, because today, really, we were sitting uh, and considering what we could share with you together. One of my favorite things is for us to sit down together and talk about God's Word, and for us to be able to do that with you is quite an experience for us today. So we want to look at Psalm 112. Psalm 112. Emily, uh, why don't you go ahead and read that for us, and then we'll just make a few comments about Psalm 112, kind of our take and what spoke to us that hopefully will be encouraging to you. Psalm 112. Psalm 112. There's only 10 verses. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. His gracious, merciful, he is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid. Until he looks in triumph on his adversaries, he has distributed freely. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Yeah, what a psalm for us to consider today. You know, the context of Psalm 112 immediately follows Psalm 111. How, so how remarkable. Psalm, Psalm 112 follows Psalm 111. But both of these psalms are acrostics. They are um, just a continuation of the Hebrew alphabet. All 22 uh, Hebrew characters, it starts. Each, each uh, verse starts with those. So it's an acrostic. Psalm 111, if you look back and read it. It's also 10 verses. It flows directly to, man, you're so good. Such a Bible <laughs> scholar you are. Um, it, it just points to the glory of God, how he has created, how he's made, how he has uh, made just his powerful acts that he's shown to us. Psalm 112 continues that. And both of them have this phrase, praise the Lord. It, it's an exaltation. It's intended. We'll see in a moment how this relates to us but this psalm or those two psalms together ultimately the entire bible is not designed to really be about you it's not calling you to something about yourself but it's a pushing your eyes upward considering the glory and honor of god I think and how that's so important when you're reading it for yourself right like knowing that this is ultimately god's story and we are a part of that story but but it was there long before we were ever here. So it's just something that we get to like join in and be a part of. Yeah, it starts in verse one, mm -hmm. praise the Lord. Ultimately, that could be translated hallelujah or highest praise, or it just leads you and the every reader for all generations to look beyond themselves and to see that God, the creator, the sustainer, the one who holds everything together mm -hmm. and even for our lives so that everything that follows is based in that authority. Everything that follows is flowing out of what God has done mm -hmm. and what he will do. Yeah. 
So starts in that place and then continues on. Talks about the righteous are blessed and secure. And because of their deposit of righteousness in their children, they will be successful. Um, looking at my notes, I just made a few notes here. You know, the, the lives, it says that the lives of the righteous will be prosperous. Indicating that uh, it's not just monetary wealth. Because we understand that you can be rich and be miserable. You can have a lot of money that can be taken away in a moment. But it's, it's a little bit more than that. It, it's, it's prosperous. It's, it's wealth that comes even from within. The type of thing that God has made us or given us the riches found in Christ. Gifts and, and talents, like how you use whatever he's given you, right? He gives us a lot of gifts. You're a great gift, man. You could just look at your roommate or whoever you're watching with, and you say, you're a gift of God, because truly that is the case. Um, I I think for me, verse 4 stands out a lot. Um, When we were reviewing it together and and just looking it over, verse 4 just kind of came off the page for me. It says, even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate, and righteous. I, I went back and looked at different versions. That's a good thing for you to do in Bible study. I read different versions and, and try to see what maybe just a little bit of study in there you can find. I love the way that the old King James puts it. It says, unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. It's the idea that when we're in darkness, when we're in a situation or circumstance. A dark place in your life. Right. That somehow light comes out of that. Yeah. Think about how John it says the light shines in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's God's light in the times of our lives where man we can't find our way. And it's not that we're the light, right? Because I think sometimes we want to say, well, I am, and, and, you know. I mean, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. But in this case, I mean, we go through dark times, and he is the light in that situation. He's the one that brings redemption into our darkness. And light guides, it directs, it helps us see the way. I love flashlights. You do. <laughs> how, approximately how many flashlights? Oh, I have no idea. They're everywhere. They're in all the drawers, little places around the house. If the power goes out, come to our house. We've got the flashlights. Do not tell the whole campus to come to our house. <laughs> we will, <laughs> That would be an exciting adventure. Um, but right, light for shines. Me, for me, I really love verse 7. And it says, he, talking about the righteous man again, uh, which, going back to that, like, you know, in and of ourselves, we can't be the righteous man. We can't be the righteous person, right? We, The righteousness that we have comes from the Lord. But because of what he's done for us, he counts us as righteous. So it says he will not be afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. And I love that because we have a lot of bad news right now. I mean, you turn on the TV, you open up your Facebook feed. There's a lot of bad news, but but we don't have to be afraid of that. We don't have to be afraid of what's going on around us because, again, that light, right? That light exists in us because of what Jesus has done for us. And we don't have to be afraid. And then it also says his heart is firm. Like, it's so easy to go with your feelings, and your feelings are not firm, right? You tell me that all the time. Like, my feelings are real. How I feel is how I feel. But they're so fluid, and they're so unsure. But when my hope is in the Lord, my heart is firm, and I can trust in those things that 
that I have read before that others have taught me things that that you know you learn in class you learn from other people like those are the things that make your heart firm and then the last part of that verse says he will not be afraid and I think I have a lot of friends who are afraid right now I have a lot of um, I mean our kids our, our own children you know they can be afraid when there's different things going around like literal thunderstorms we have one that doesn't like that but we don't have to be afraid of those storms in our life because again of the righteousness that God has given us and now we are the righteousness of God I love I love that yeah we don't we don't even have to go through and highlight all of the bad news that we're feeling and experiencing right now because today it may be one news feed Mm -hmm. tomorrow it's the next tomorrow's the next it might be something that is far away but it might be something that that you're experiencing like right now in in your own home in your own room that's a that's a heavy thing to be afraid of sometimes yeah because bad news comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes comes through different types of situations that occur for us but through all of that the bad news is overcome going back to the beginning praise the lord the bad news is overcome by the good news Mm -hmm. and that's ultimately what the writer of the psalm points out at the very back end Mm -hmm. he contrasts all of the hope of the righteous the he contrasts the the way that we look to to god for our confidence with the unrighteous or the wicked in verse 10 he he sets that that contradiction of sorts between the two righteous live this way righteous experience this Mm -hmm. the people who follow god and honor his commands are blessed in this way versus the wicked the ones who are far from god and it may be even today as we were again just discussing and thinking through it may be even today that that somebody who's watching this is is just disconnected in their relationship with God. The maybe maybe they feel afraid, right? Maybe they feel like, I don't feel like, uh, you know, the righteous will never be moved. I feel like things are really shaky right now. Like those first nine verses maybe don't make sense, right? And the desires that they have, verse the very last part of verse 10, the desire of the wicked will perish. Maybe it's like everything that you're trying to run after mm-hmm. is just falling flat. Every, everything that you're trying to seek, eh, the desires that you have, whether it's a relationship with someone else, whether it's uh, trying to, to earn the favor of people, maybe it's even just in your class, mm-hmm. even now in these first couple of weeks, it's like, man, the thing that you set yourself up for or thought would bring you fulfillment is just, it's just falling through and it just doesn't seem to add up. But the good news would say that there is hope yeah. beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. And so maybe today you were um, experiencing that. We want to, like always that we do in our chapel experience, we want to give you an opportunity to see Christ and to experience his righteousness. Not yourself, not your own, but God's righteousness. Emily, you know, thinking back in our lives, there there's a time for for you and for me and for um, everybody who follows Christ where we turned from our sin mm-hmm. and trusted the Lord to forgive us. In fact, taking off our unrighteousness, laying that down, and taking on the righteousness of God. Yeah. 
Um, maybe, maybe today it would be an encouragement for you just to, to share with someone how they can trust Christ, maybe lead them in a prayer. Um, and it may seem awkward. You're watching this uh, virtually, and it may seem unusual. Maybe just maybe God's working in your heart, and you, right where you are, could just pray a simple prayer to God. Emily, why don't you, why don't you speak directly to them and maybe lead them in that prayer? Yeah, I would say that, again, like so many times, like you look on your life and you say, I'm trying so, maybe some people are trying so hard and it doesn't make sense. Maybe some people say it doesn't matter. Everything I do doesn't make sense. Either one of those things are not the righteousness of God, are not the way that God wants to change your life because he wants to live through you and he wants to do things that you can't even do even when you're making your best decisions. So yeah, I would love to um, share with you how you can um, pray, and it's not a prayer, it's it's a heart, it's a heart issue, it's a heart um, decision that you make to say it's not me, I'm not going to do this my way anymore. I want I want the righteousness of God to take over, to be the light in my life. And I think for those who want to pray that prayer and want to make that decision, but then also for those of you who need to talk to somebody who maybe a roommate, maybe a friend, maybe a teammate, like somebody that needs to hear from you what your story is and how you can lead them into that decision also because um, Sometimes somebody just needs a conversation with a real person, right? With a face-to-face, someone who cares. So I would like to encourage you, all, whether you pray this prayer or whether you say, no, I can, I can lead someone in that. I can have those conversations. I think that that is a great takeaway today of, of how we can be a light, how we can shine that light in a dark place. So let's pray. And I'm going to pray um, this prayer that you can pray in your heart. And then I'm going to pray for everyone also just that we would... Um, Take, take away something that, that God would use in our lives as we move forward today. Jesus, you are the one. You are the one that made the righteousness of God possible. So today, Jesus, I pray that you would move in the hearts of people and that those who are, are struggling and who are looking, God, that they would be able to say right now, Jesus, I need you. God, I need you to forgive my sin. I want the righteousness of God to take over my life so that I can praise the Lord, so that I can be generous, so that I cannot be afraid. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross. Thank you for the way that that you made a way that we can live righteously. Not, Not perfectly, but God, that you would make a way, you have made a way that we can live for you and that others then would be drawn to you. So today, Jesus, I do pray for those who are are searching who are afraid who are looking god would you be close to them lord for those who are close to those others that you would allow us to seize those opportunities to use the words that you've put in our heart and put in our mouths and god that we would actually say them god i pray that you would open our eyes to people around who are hurting and who are searching thank you so much for your word thank you that it's true thank you for this place and thank you for being here with us in jesus name amen Yeah, it's a great exchange. God made him who knew no sin to become sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. If you prayed today, would you just let us know by texting in to our number that we always share with you to let us know how you can respond or let us know that you did respond. And if there's any way we can serve you, any way that we can come alongside, please just text us. Find a student leader find one of our staff, and we'd be happy 
In fact, we would be delighted to encourage you in your journey of becoming a transformational leader for church and society. God bless. We'll see you Wednesday here again virtually, and you have an amazing day today.